When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged episode. I have no idea. But before we before we get going, I'd like to give a shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. Um, go over, mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $450 off and they'll take really good care of you. Um, oh, before I forget too, if you like this podcast, go over and check out some of our other ones like High School Hoops, Coaching Youth Hoops, 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. If you're looking for that one defense that will work against anybody, the Funnel Down Defense Podcast, you know, the Rule of Three offense that will work at any level, go over and check those out. Leave a five-star review. We would like those. But also go over and check out teachhoops.com. For coaches who want to get better, it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It's resources. It's everything. It's what I, it's what I would have wanted as a 27-year-old basketball coach. It's a roadmap to success uh, on and off the court. And we offer a 14-day free trial because I'm a coach. I understand how it goes. Go over and check it out. Kick it, kick the tires around. See if it's for you. And if it's not, we'll part our ways and we'll say thank you and and move on. But I I guarantee you're going to love all the material. And the material we're always putting in um, teachhoops.com. But anyway, have a great day, everybody. And let's head off the podcast. So shoot away. I watched a little bit of your tape that you sent me, but I couldn't, I, I, you didn't tell me which team you were. Oh, right. The white, the white uh, uniforms. White uniforms. Okay. All right. I've just, I've just been watching the first 17 minutes of the game that I sent you. Okay. Because I realized I sent you a long, you know, a long video. Yep. And. Because it was a while ago too, I wanted to refresh my mind. So there's a few things. So at three minutes, uh, basically we we pressed from the start. Okay. Quite badly. And there were some. We, there were some holes. There were definitely some holes. <laughs> and we, despite the sort of bad formation of the press, the fact they were playing the whole uh, full length of the court, they maybe forced a few sloppy turnovers. Uh, but they didn't. They didn't convert those turnovers. Right. Um, you'll see at four minutes, there's, uh, sorry, at three minutes 43, you'll see like a stack inbound play. Yeah. A really weak finish. Yep. Um, it's 3.43 with a white team. So I just I just took a few minute stamps that I thought I could quickly share with you over the next five, yep. ten minutes. Yeah, go ahead. I think you can share on the bottom. I think you can share with me. I can pull it up, but I think you can do the same with me. I think I set it up so you could share. Do you have, do you have things on the bottom of your screen? 
Yeah, there's a share button. Yep. So if you share, it will take you. It will take me to your desktop, and then you can put it up, and I can see it. Then there you go. Perfect. Oh, nice. Isn't that nice? Okay. Yeah, that's, I know. I didn't mind doing Google Hangouts, but I know how Zoom works, so it's just easier for me to kind of manipulate people a little bit better. All right. Yeah. So, so you're, you're white uniforms. So we're white uniforms. This is a, in England, this is the National um, Youth League. Okay. We're divided into regions, at National League. So this is um, Premier Central. So it covers part of London. Okay. Uh, which is northeast of London, and, and, and over to the west, Bristol near Wales, and then further north uh, to Leicester, which is a big uh, academy in England. Boston. Okay. So, yeah, so I took a few things. So first of all, uh, 343, let's go here. So 343, this yep. is... So what are you running for? I watched the first 10 minutes of this, and we definitely had this sort of like one pass, one shot. Yep. So you'll see here we get the baseline inbound okay the the idea of the stack is the, the front two just split yep so you see the uh, the guard coming towards uh, the, the camera yep and and i think they're moving i think they're actually the, even uh, moving before the ball i think they're moving before the ball's even handed to them and then the two and then the two bigger guys at the back they're just setting a back screen so the the guy at the very back should get the ball okay so he comes down and he should get it there right but then he, he gets it too low and he puts up a horrible attempt. A horrible attempt. <laughs> so it doesn't work. So, so the, play, the, the play sort of works, but it doesn't, he doesn't finish and he catches well, I, it. Yeah, I think the play is, is simple, but I think simple. Did you get work. that? Yeah. So um, I think if you pause this for a second, um, if you go back, they were moving before the ball was even handed. Yeah, right. They, they, as in they started the action. They start the action. They want to wait until the ball's handed to the to them before they start their action. Yeah, and and then he's got to know where. I mean, so watch. He's not even handing him the ball, and the bottom, the front guard there's already moving. So yeah. if you look at the official here, he's already handed handed. He he hasn't even handed him the ball yet, and he and this bottom guy is moving. Um, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So so that even so those guys weren't even. I mean, they did suck their defenders out, but. Yeah. And then this, I mean, you got to know where you are. That that he's got a jump stop. I'd rather have him shoot a two footer, than you know he's he's never going to make this shot ever. I mean, no, yeah. <laughs> so so this this out of bounds play is all about timing. So I would do I would do it in practice with no defenders, okay, and just you be the official and say, okay, ready, go. So that you because this is really a timing play because. Yeah if these two can shoot, they're going to suck them out. And then basically you're playing two on two at that point. One of those guys should be open if they're in man for sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is man. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm just taking notes on my phone as well. Just That's okay. Yeah. I can send you this too. Um, um, so that's, yeah. So th these are just a few little things. So 3:49. Yep. We, we had quite a lot of turnovers ourselves. Here's one of them. Oh wait, that's not it. Hold on. Uh, no. Oh, sorry, that's us. That's us getting a turnover. Yep. Yeah. So you turn them over. We turn them over, and then for four minutes, they attempt a sideline, a sideline stack, which is another thing they've worked on. Yep. And the idea—I don't think they get this right. The idea is that number fifteen. The uh, can you see my arrow? I can. This guy uh, would screen 
for this guy. Okay. He dived to the basket. Yep. And, then the, and then one of these, uh, I think he fakes away and then this guy screens for him and basically he goes to the ball. And then, and then basically this guy, so the two screeners open up for the basket. This guy here dives to the basket. Yep. I'll just play and see what they do. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, it doesn't really. <laughs> it so, doesn't so, really so I would show them that there, there's no, I mean, if it's an interchange, that's fine, but there's no contact there at all. If they're supposed yeah. to be screening, there's no contact. So don't, don't assume that they can, they know what a, don't assume that they know how to screen at all. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Like here's how you, you can't, you can't, you know, here's how you set the screen. Here's how you come off the screen. Yeah. So don't, don't assume that they can, because otherwise it's just going to be interchanges like that. Because they'll always take the shortcut. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you go to, so here it is again, at 1104. Uh, and I, 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 that's really good advice because. It looks like they're just moving into position rather than reading. Right. They're, the problem is, and I've, I've noticed this at all levels, they start being robots. Hit pause for a second. They start being robots because you told, coach told me I had to go from here to here, and that's all they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I'd rather have three of you setting good screens so at least we can get open because when we play better teams, if we do interchange, we're never going to get the ball in. Yeah. Um, okay. So on this one, they've lined up not in the ideal spot because the, the guards are in the middle, but 15, the nearest guy here. Right. He's between this guy who's hidden by number 13 blue. Yep. Uh, see if they do that. Yeah. I mean, like you said, he already moves. He already right. moves. He doesn't even get up there. You see, he, he, he goes to screen. It's too late. It's too late. He does get the ball, but then right. he goes into this and turns it over. Right. <laughs> nearly. And he turns it over, and, 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 and the first thing is a jump pass is a horrible pass. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, I just was yelling at my guys an hour ago about jump passes. Because the problem with a jump pass is you've committed yourself. Um, right. You know, and that's and, – and against better teams, if you – you're not – you don't have a hang time of LeBron James, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. and it's a little different, and you don't have those angles at all. Yeah. Um. One of our problems in this game was well, on every game is one pass, one shot. I think this one went in. We have it. The point guard comes down. I mean, he was yep. sagging off. Yep. But then, uh, that, and that's a rare sighting. You just saw a Chelmsford line three pointer. Right. So, so I would at some point, if you have time, even if it's in front of a computer, I'd sit down with all of them and say, okay, let. So this is where that ranking system comes in. Because if they're taking one pass, one shot, you're going to lose. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. um, unless you're really good shooting. I mean, it's just, that's just not going to happen. So go yeah. through and have, you know, let's do it as a group so they can all hear it. What kind of shot was that? All right, yeah. write it down. Let's talk. Is it a, you know, is it a, you know, a, 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 you know, I go from one to ten. You know, I tend to use odd numbers. But, you know, nine and tens are rare, you know. A lot of these are ones and threes <laughs> yeah. because they're not, you can get a better shot than that. Um, yeah. uh, just written that down. Oh, there's some really uh, poor box outs. So 736, they get a lot of second chance. So we start this sort of half-hearted press yeah, and then we get lazy. Jump pass. Yeah, there's another. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, good spot. And then you'll see here, there's a, they just get the rebound, put it back. There's no real. Right. Yeah. 
I, I guess oh, we're and, I, and, I, and what age is this again? Uh, 14 year olds and 15. Oh God, that's a tough age. Um, yeah. I have one living in my house right now and yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, and they're trying to trap there and they're trying. Just, so again, yeah. if you rewind on that, I'd give that like a three on a trap. Um, what do you say? What do you mean? I'd that? give it like a three if I was going from one to 10. Oh, right. So, so rewind, right? Set, rewind a little bit. First of all, let's kick this. Let's deal with this problem first. So, watch this, this guy who play. you're about to mention. It was the same guy that did the jump pass earlier. Yep, but watch what happens after he does a jump pass. Okay. So here's my issue with this. If I'm if I'm if I'm coaching this team, I think the jump pass is just coming up. Yeah, he he gets in the it's lane. Right here. Okay. So fine. Stop. Hit pause. So I have no problem. Kids make you make a mistake. The problem, and this is like a life lesson. The problem is you made a mistake. Now, just rewind like six seconds here, and you made a mistake. No problem. Don't compound one mistake by another mistake. Like, don't compound going out to the to the pub or the bar and drinking too much and then getting in a car. You so he makes a mistake. Now watch his watch watch everything that happens after he makes this mistake. So he throws it. Now watch him. All right. Head. Yeah, I'm done. He's not even part of the team. It, it takes him four seconds to recover to get back down. My object with this, and I point this out to my players. My point is, okay, you're the last one down the court and you just made a mistake. I understand yeah. you make I'm not mad about the mistake. I'm mad about the reaction to the mistake. Right. <laughs> so you made the mistake. You should be the first. You should be sprinting down trying to help your teammates at that point. And that was their first that's seven minutes twenty nine, and that was their first bucket because we'd actually we we'd create a lot of turnovers, but we couldn't score. Right. Uh, that, yeah, that's quite significant. And you just basically gave them life. Then it's like <laughs> we played a team a couple weeks ago, and it's like we're we're on a we're so we were so much better, and we were down at half. And it's like I told them, I said, because you gave them opportunities, you gave them life. Don't give them life. You have right, to. Right defensively you have to do that much so that's fine i mean he's a 14 year old whatever he made a mistake but then sprint down and don't let, let's not compound it by making a second mistake i also uh, thought, i also thought he had he had the lane yeah yeah he might have the lane if he jump stops too he might even have a little floater at that point As he gets in yeah he just uh, he gets here he gets he, here jump stop right jump stop peek at the basket jump stop peek and then go yeah but and and and, and the, here's what I would do, especially because you're dealing with a 14, 15 year old. I go, okay, here's the issue. You, yeah. you you had a lane. I love that you were. So you want to give them a positive before you showed the negative. It's like, hey, you were being unselfish. I personally think you probably had a shot at that point. You're two sure. feet from the basket. You could have jump stopped, maybe gone to the free throw line, and you were being an unselfish player. That's great. You know, I I like that. I don't like the jump pass, but I love love that you were looking for your teammate. But and then comma but, watch what happens after you make the mistake, and then because then they'll hear you if you give them that little positive, then they'll hear the negative afterwards. Yeah, I guess um, I could bring my laptop to practice and just sit on the bench with some players. Yeah, yeah, I think it's good. And and the thing is, if you have like, you know, you maybe you pull this kid over and you show him two positives, and then you show him this one. Right. <laughs> and you have it labeled, you, you know, you've watched it and you go, okay, I can do this in three minutes. I'm going to show you a couple clip of clips, you know, 248, 862. And so you have it on a piece of paper. I used to do that before I, you know, could do the editing and all that kind of stuff. 
And then I would just pull them over and I'd have it all queued up for them. Boom, boom, boom. I'd show them and then you can pull the next kid over. Um, that's great. Yeah. And the, yeah. and the thing is, especially at this age, you don't necessarily want to do it in front of a group because embarrassment is, they don't, no one at this age wants to be pointed out in front of peers at all. But if you're showing them and you're just, Hey, I'm trying to make you better. Here, do you agree? Look at this da, 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 kind of thing. Yeah, okay. and then you do it with each one of them, and then parents will love that because you're you're helping them. You're trying to make them. It's no different than me handing back an algebra test and going over the here's what you did well and here's what you didn't do well. Sure, yeah, sure. yeah. Now that that particular kid um, ended up scoring the winning basket. <laughs> well, that's great. So so you show them that you start with that. Yes, yeah, you start with that one. Yeah, but he's uh, youngest. Uh, there's 14 year olds and there's 15 year olds, and he's in the 14 year olds. Yeah. Uh, there's just a few other things, so okay. Um, you, you can probably see my notes, right? So, <laughs> so seven forty-six. This this is our starting point guard. Okay. He's, he's he can't shoot. But he, he does. There, there he is. He does manage to get into the lane quite well. So here he draws a foul. No, he doesn't draw a foul. He just gets a layup. Okay. Okay, so first of all, that's going to catch up with him when he just did there because he was over dribbling, to be honest with you. When you play better opponents, that ain't going to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, that sham gog, all that stuff isn't going to work when you play better players. So he's, he, he's a better ball handler than they are defenders at this point, so it works. Um, he can't shoot. You said he can't shoot. That's great. But does he look at the basket to shoot? Right. I That's see. the key. Is you, you so the, the other team doesn't know that he can't shoot. <laughs> right. So even though he's running the offense, he should always look like he's going to shoot. Because um, okay. especially if he's a good ball handler, if he's got to make them make come out on him. He's got to be a threat. Um, so you just he's keep reiterating, hey, look at the basket, shot fake, peak, look at the rim. Um even though he can't, maybe we you you definitely want to do that because then he can go around. I mean, he could hit a three. It's just right. Really, yeah. yeah. Most of these kids. Yeah, my dad's eighty-five. He could hit a three too. You know, it, it could happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've seen one. Uh, that's that's good advice. So I remember we had a game uh, in December where he uh, was attacking really well and getting to the line. Yep. So they switched to a two-three zone, and he just had nothing. He had nothing. Right, but he, but they don't know that. I mean, maybe they do, but they, not all of them do. You know, and all it takes is for him to hit one jumper, and they're going to come out on him, and then he's going to have space to create what he needs to create. Right. Okay. And then the, again, you'll see they're half-heartedly trying to press. He's scored. Right. They've all turned their backs, um, and then he, he's he tries to show him to the side. And then the wing here, sort of, sort of coming up with him. Yeah, he puts his hand up. And so, just... so go back to that rewind, like twelve seconds. I, I, I'd give this, I'd give this trap like a, like I said, a three or four. So go to the trap. So they need to realize that the trap is for their teammates. So right. he's jumping. As soon as he jumps, I, that's exactly what I want to do if someone's trapping me. Because as soon as you're airborne, I'm going to go around you, pass around you. I can, I mean, you can find tape, but. You're gonna when you when you press, it's it's not stealing the ball on the trap. Most of the kids think we're trapping. I'm gonna get the ball. No, you're gonna trap, and the other guys are gonna get the ball. 
because um, right. it, it's on the steals where most of the turnovers come when you're trapping. Um, yeah. So your your objective is to make the, his pass as hard as possible so your other three teammates can read lanes and eyes and where guys are cutting and try to get the steal at that point. Because that guy yeah. only has three lanes to pass, right? He, has the, he, he got just trapped past half court, so he can pass. This official ain't hustling too much. But anyway, uh, the, he can pass sideline, he can pass to the middle, or he can pass back. He can't go behind him at this point. So the trap area is really good. So the three defenders have to take those three lanes away, make yeah. him pass it. You know, he can't throw that to the to the bottom bottom part of the court. It's not because I, I usually teach and maybe tell me if this is right, that they should have two in, uh, two trapping, two intercepting and one sort of protecting slash intercepting. I don't know what you think about that. So, so say that again. So uh, on the one, two, one, one or yep. whatever, if it's a man, whatever, uh, when they trap in those corners, like you said, yep. you then have um, two sort of intercepting. So like trying to like in the passing lane denying them. One. I'd have I'd have th- I'd have three. I'd have one on the baseline, one in the middle, and one on the sideline, or one at toward the middle of half court. So it's a three prong thing, right? So okay. if I'm getting here, hold on. The three intercepting. Yeah, hold on. So if I'm um, so we're here. I'm gonna do this real fast. I'm gonna my drawer out, but I'm trapping here, right? So I'm trapping at half court. I want to take this spot away. I want to take this spot away. And I want to take this spot away. There's always, that's why people trap in the corners. And that's why they trap. Um, because basically there's three angles. You have to take those away. If you get a good trap here, what I'm circling, they can't no, see sorry, anything. Can't, can't they can't see, see anything else. I can't see what you're. You can't see it? No. I don't know. Um, why am I not? Hold on. Maybe you have to unstop your share. Oh, yeah. I can see it now. You can yeah. see it now. Okay. So so it gets past half court. So the X is the guy with the ball, and the yeah. two circles are the guys trapping. Should be the other way around. But um, So you always want to take three lanes away. So any anything over in um, – anything over in this – you know, in here or in here or in here, anywhere over in those spots is not a problem if you get a good trap. Cause they won't see it. Okay. So you always want to take three angles away. If you're trapping, go for it is my opinion. If you're only putting two guys in a safety, you're really not trapping. You'll get some turnovers, but if you want to go at them and it's the same in the other corner, if I go, you know, if I trap and again, I don't have my drawer out. So these drawings aren't very good. But if I trap down here with these two guys, then what are the three things I got? I got to take three angles away. That angle, that angle, and that angle. That's all. Right. Those are the three intercepting angles. Make them throw the lobby pass all the way to the other side. Right. Okay. So I always talk about angles because these are the guys that are going to get the steals at that point. Um, so you don't think you need a protector? I don't. If you're going to go, go, go. Yeah, go. <laughs> yeah, and and that's and that I, that's the that's here you can share the screen back again. Um, that's the issue with um, you got to talk to them about this is why we're doing it. Again, you're dealing with fourteen and fifteen year olds. You got to feed on their egos a little bit. We're trapping. 
you guys are going to get layups. You know, you got to give them something. We're doing this, so you get this. <laughs> um, right. So pl play on their egos, play on their hate to say it, but you almost have to play on their selfishness a little bit. Like, hey, we're trapping. That means you get layups. We win, you know, kind of thing. But that trap was just, you know, as soon as he's jumping, it's like, don't jump. Just get get those feet intertwined. Good trap. Get high hands and let your, your friends are the ones that are going to get the steals. Yeah. And then you might get a layup because they're going to get the steal and then you're, you're right there at the trap. You get the, you get the sprint to the other end. Right. Okay. That's the um, eagerness of like, it's the excitement of it, I guess. They, they think they're going to steal the ball. Right. And, the, and the, most of the time, they're going to get fouls rather than the steal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there was 17. So at this point, two, we, I think I called a timeout, but there's two subs have come on. Okay. The guy on the left and the small guy under the basket. Yep. Uh, I think this was slightly better ball movement. I'm, I'm talking relatively here. I just want to check. This was the last. They scored. That was pretty bad. And then, because I really, I really want to focus on um, ball movement. Right. Spacing so, yeah. and ball movement is the key to a good offense. Spacing and ball movement. The thing is, every time they catch it, yeah, it's a miss. That's a that's a decent shot, though. So every time, so all every time those guys grab it, they should look at the basket. They should slow, and I call it peak. They should peek at the basket every time because okay. it draws the defender toward them. They'll see cutters. They'll see movers. They'll see everything. You should, whenever you catch the ball, the first thing you should do is peek at the basket. So watch when they grab it here. He's not a threat. He's not a threat. So he grabbed and put it at his waist. He, he wasn't a threat. Every time you grab – so this is something you have to work on with them. It has to become a habit. Right. This kid catches it and he's a threat, right? He's putting it right in his pocket. Right. Even okay. if you're not going to shoot it, every time you grab it, you should look at the rim and you should be a threat because it okay. forces the defense to come out and defend you. Sure, sure. Okay. And it will help with your spacing and it will, you know, movement and spacing are the keys to any offense. doesn't matter if you run dribble drive, read and react, swing, motion, whatever you run, okay. spacing and tie and, and, and yeah movement are the keys if you're not moving it's you're easy to defend and if you don't have spacing again you're not you're, you are easy to defend okay and then the game uh is, is um they go on this huge run i can't oh wait i can't okay so what did you do to try to stop the run uh, what did i do to stop the run i think i made some changes to like personnel personnel yep i would have changed so the way you stop runs is there's a couple ways personnel is perfect Second thing is you change what you're doing offensively and or defensively. Okay. Third thing is you want to get to the free throw line <laughs> and yeah. stop shooting three-pointers and jumpers. Okay. Um, so you want to you, – you, the way you stop runs is you got to score. Um, so we refer to it – you can either do it stop, score, stop, or score, stop, score. Um, I tend to use it to stop, score, stop. If you do that three or four times, you'll stop any run. Right. If you stop them and you score and you stop them, yeah. do that a couple times. You're going to run. So you, again, you're making it like um, snack size for the for the boys to remember. But um, when if you go back and look at the run, my guess is the, you did some things defensively and you probably took some shots that were suspect or long ones. Right. Um, 
you probably weren't shooting a lot of free throws. So you, you stop runs by changing things offensively, defensively, personnel, or by attacking the rim and getting to the free throw line. Getting easy baskets at the rim is how you stop runs. Um, So so when you go back and watch that stretch, you know, ask yourself, did I, well, I changed personnel. Could I have changed our defense? Could I have gone from a man to a two, three or something? Or, you know, could we have done something where I got my guard, my little point guard dribbling the basket so he goes to the free throw line? Our two, three is really bad. It's probably (laughs) the worst I've ever seen because despite whatever I say, they just, they just fall back. They become really inactive. They're like really they're Sorry about that. Can you hear me? Yeah, yes. I was just saying, uh, I've tried two, three. I've taught the two, three, how I believe it should be taught. And I've studied up on it. And I try and trap on the, I try and trap on the block. Right. And then in the corner. And then everyone shifts over. Okay. We, we have such a stagnant, hands down, sagging deep two, three. We, we just invite free throws and baskets. And- okay, so hold on. So repeat what you said in the last about 30 seconds. I just had to turn my mic off and yell at my son to bring the so, dog inside. So yeah. say it again. So I've, we, we tend to play man half court. Okay. We, we, with this season, we've tried to press, as I told you. you know, it hasn't been great, but I want to work on it. But when we play a 2-3 zone, if, it's just terrible. Yep. So, so, so I wouldn't run it anymore. I'd, I'd scrap it. If it's terrible at this point in the season, I'd scrap it. And I would just play man. I think that's better for them as basketball players in their future. But then I would have tweaks to your man. Like maybe we're having a switching man. Maybe we're having a pack line or a sagging man where we're not going to give up anything in the paint, but we're going to give you threes with a closed out hand. Maybe we're going to trap in the corner man. So I would tank. if You don't have enough time to teach him the two, three probably. So I'd tank it. That's fine. Man's our man's our foundation, but then I would tweak off of that man. Um, so, you, yeah. so again, going back to stopping those runs, maybe we go from switching man to non-switching man, or whatever it is. I don't know your personnel well enough, but that's what I would I would simplify in that stretch, um, and even run man in the full court. Don't worry about a zone press. Worry about man press. We'll just run and jump. We'll run and take angles away. So I would okay. simplify at this point because you're halfway through your season. Probably that's what I would do. Yeah, we are. They, they've also run a one-three-one, and the reason for that is I didn't want to overcomplicate it. It's because a team, a team beat us with a one-three-one, and so I wanted to teach them how to attack it. Yep. So therefore, they were playing defense as well. Yep. So that's a good. That's a that's a great thing. We 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 did that. We did that yesterday and the day before too. Some we're playing a team tomorrow. Some of the stuff they do, it's like, all right, well, we'll put that. We 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 have to work on it anyway. So that's a that's a good thing. One three one's an easy one. The only problem with one three one is rebounding a little bit sometimes. Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you subscribe and like. Leave a review. We love those five star reviews. We're gonna leave a one star. You can skip to the next podcast. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Sports Social Podcast Network.